the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. What a wonderful season this is that we're finishing, really, tonight and tomorrow. And uh, I pray that you have been part of it. Uh, There's still time because, uh, yes, uh, there are some things happening this afternoon. And I'll tell you about them in a minute. And Also, I want to talk to you about the relevancy of these holy days and just another way to look at them. So uh, join with me today, and let's pray first. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you and honor you and worship you, Lord, and are looking forward to how the rest of the year is just going to pan out as we've had such a strong time of worship and magnifying you during this fall season these holy days, these Moedim. So we bless you, we thank you, we pray for an anointing on this program that every heart will be touched and you will be glorified. We thank you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Like always, it's uh, a blessing to be here and just want to mention if you'd like to help us stay on the air with a one-time gift or a monthly pledge, please call Karen at 813-831-5673 in our office, or go to our website, heartofmessiah.org. I appreciate all your prayers, and I appreciate your financial involvement, and love to hear from you. So feel free to email me, and uh, I'll get back to you. So I would love to have you join us on Friday nights and Saturdays, Uh, in person, but if you can't, then Facebook Live and Tuesday Night Prayer from 6.30 to 7.30. Just go to our website. We'd love for you to bring your pre-believing Jewish friends uh, to St. Pete, Tampa, Wesley Chapel, um, to our Spanish-speaking congregation, Conexion, which is meeting in Wesley Chapel. Go to our uh, website and uh, check it out for times and locations. Now, this evening at 4 p.m., 4, that's right, uh, outside um, at the park in St. Pete, you know, near the Vinoy Hotel, uh, we are celebrating the eighth day uh, of this holy day, which really starts this evening, and Simcha Torah, which means joy of the Torah, joy of the instruction. Love for you to join us. Uh, We're going to have a two-hour service of music and the words spoken, and and it's just going to be a good time. So uh, 
join us. You'll see us there. Uh, it will be obvious, and uh, we'll look forward to you uh, joining us this afternoon. Well, you know, as we close in on the end of God's appointed times for the fall, uh, there's a pattern for our daily walk with him that I would love to share with you. And these are known uh, as in, in our congregation as the R's meaning the letter R, because they all start with an R. And uh, the first thing is, if, if you think of your quiet time as you think of how you walk with the Lord, I, I'd like you to consider these three holy days of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. So for Rosh Hashanah, we, number one, we reflect as we get quiet before the Lord, and, and then we recognize our sins and we repent of our sins, and that's sort of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And then, number four, we're redeemed as our sins are forgiven. We're reconciled between God and man, and we receive God's love and mercy. That's Yom Kippur. And then Sukkot, we rejoice in the Lord. We remember what the Lord has done and who he is, and we retell of, that, of the Lord's love and our love for him. And that's Sukkot. The results are we're renewed, we're refreshed, we're regenerated, we're restored, and our faith becomes relevant. Sound good? Let's look at these for a few moments. But I I really picture this is another way of looking at your quiet time, your time with the Lord. Uh, These are things that... uh, if you if you meditate on these, if you consider them, you're going to have more joy in your life. You're going to be able to overcome difficult circumstances. I, I mean, this truly is an opportunity for you to get closer to the Lord. So let's look at these individually. Number one, as I mentioned, is reflect. And that's really a quiet introspection. We want to not only meditate on our thoughts of the Lord, but we also want to listen and hear what God has to say. And so in Psalm 4, 5, it says, Tremble, but do not sin. Search your heart while on your bed and be silent. Well, if I'm too silent on my bed, I'll fall asleep. But the concept is be quiet and listen for what the Lord has for you. And and realize that he is searching your heart. So you might as well search your heart as well, right? Psalm 119, verse 13 and 15. With my lips... I rehearse all the rulings of your mouth. I will meditate on your precepts and regard your ways. So in this reflection, we meditate on God's word. In this reflection, we uh, rehearse the rulings of God's word, uh, God's mouth. Um, These are the things we can do as we reflect and see how God wants to touch us. You know, God can speak to us uh, through his word. God can speak to us in a lot of different ways. And so we need to be quiet and just be ready for him to tell us. 
what he wants us to know. And then the second thing is to recognize our sins. Now, this is what he does when we are quiet. We recognize our sins because he's telling us. And look, it requires humility and elimination of pride. Humility is transparency that depends on God, trusts him, puts others first, and recognizes our sin. Pride is all about ourselves, and we should not be prideful. So in Proverbs 8.13, to fear Adonai is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior, and perverse mouth. Look, uh, we are to fear God, not in a scary way, but in a respectful way. And when we fear him, again, we get a sense of what our sins are. And also, it is really important to understand that he hates pride and arrogance. He hates evil behavior and a perverse mouth. You know, a lot of our believing friends still have a mouth on them, right? And God is saying no, no. Proverbs 13.10, arrogance yields nothing but strife. Wisdom belongs to those who take advice. That's a good one, isn't it? Think about it. Proverbs 16.18, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And the scripture that really hits me when I think about recognizing our sins is Galatians five nineteen to 21. It's a pretty good list. We've got to have at least one or two things on this list that we know that are our sins. So it says this, now the deeds of the flesh are clear, sexual immorality, impurity, indecency, idolatry, witchcraft, hostility, strife, jealousy, rage, selfish ambition, dissension, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, which means that it's not an entire, uh, it's not a finished list. There's more to this list, but it's like those. Wow. We do sin, don't we? Well, the next thing to do after realizing our sin is number three, we repent. We repent of our sins, which means we turn back to God, which means we try and change our behavior. Psalm 713 says, if he does not repent, he will sharpen his sword. He has bent his bow and made it ready. And I really believe this is talking about us. There are other people who believe this is talking about God. But I think this is about us and that it's just saying that if we don't repent, we will be offensive-minded. And I, th- I don't think that's what God wants. He wants us to have a repentant spirit. In Acts 2.38, it says, Peter said to them, Repent and let each of you be immersed in the name of Messiah Yeshua for the removal of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. Amen. So repenting is extremely important. It says in 319 of Acts, repent therefore and return so your sins may be blotted out 
So times of relief or refreshing might come from the presence of Adonai and might send you, uh, you, he might send Yeshua, the Messiah, for all uh, appointed for you. Now, this is uh, an important thing. We, we want to be in the presence of the Lord, and repentance brings us into the presence of the Lord. That's really one of the things it's saying. It also says it brings us refreshment refreshment, and that God will blot out our sins. First John 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Number four, after we repent, we're redeemed, which means our sins are forgiven. Psalm 103, verse starting with verse 10, he has not treated us according to our sins or repaid us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his mercy for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgression from us. What what an encouraging scripture of God's grace and his mercy. Don't you agree? We see this also in Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Messiah died for us. And Luke 1, 68, blessed be Adonai, God of Israel, for he has looked after his people and brought them redemption. We are redeemed. That's exciting, I think. And then finally, number five, uh, reconciled. Once we're redeemed, we are reconciled with God and then with man. Because really, our repentance is not only against uh, you know going back to God, but we have to forgive people. That's part of repentance. And so we are reconciled. And in 2 Corinthians 5:18 to 21, I mean it's all about reconciliation. It says now all these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Messiah and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, Messiah God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against him. So here's an example of we have to be like the scripture, right? We cannot count the trespasses against them. We have to be reconciled. And then going back to the scripture, he has entrusted the message of reconciliation to us. We're therefore ambassadors for Messiah as though God were making his appeal through us. We beg you on behalf of Messiah, be reconciled to God. He made the one who knew no sin to become a sin offering on our behalf so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Ephesians 4.32, instead, be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving each other, just as God in Messiah also forgave you. So part of reconciliation is forgiveness, and we have to make sure that we have forgiven people, whether they deserve it or not. Remember what the scripture says? Reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, whether they have repented or not. 
we need to take the first step. This is what God is calling us to do. Number six, we are to receive. Now, receiving actually is difficult. When we are close to God and we're reconciled, we have to know that God loves us and he has mercy on us and we need to receive that. Some people are just always blaming themselves and and they can't forgive themselves. But if God forgives us, if God has poured out his love and his mercy on us, we must make it our job to receive. And in Psalm 86, 5, it says, For you, my Lord, are good and ready to forgive and full of mercy to all who call upon him. So we have to call upon him and receive what he wants to give us. Hebrews 4.16, therefore let us draw near to the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace for help in time of need. So I think it's very clear that God wants us to have an open heart ready to receive good things from him. The good things are not just for good people. In fact, Yeshua came for us who are sinners. So receive it. He's offering it to you. You know, don't be the type of person who says, well, it's a nice gift, but I I don't need it. I don't want it. No, this is a gift that God has for you and you must receive it. Receive his love, receive his mercy. Number seven, once you receive God's love, And his mercy, what do you do? You rejoice, of course. Um, Now, you probably are thinking that I'm going to go to Philippians 4.4, which is a command. It says to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. But um, I like also Isaiah 61.10. I will greatly rejoice in Adonai. My soul will be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with garments of salvation. He has wrapped me in a robe of righteousness, like a bridegroom wearing a priestly turban, like a bride adorning herself with her jewels. And then in 1 Thessalonians 5, it says, Rejoice always, pray constantly, and everything give thanks, for this is God's will. For you and Messiah Yeshua. If we learn to give thanks for everything that God has done for us, we will be rejoicing. Think about that. Are you in a thankful mode today? Are you giving thanks to God for salvation, for the things that he's giving us all around us? We live in a great country. Look, there might be stuff going on. (laughs) In fact, there is stuff going on throughout the world that is, and even in our country, and even in our city. But you know what? We still have a great life, and we need to rejoice and be thankful. Amen? Okay. Number eight, we're to remember. Look, God is always telling us throughout Scripture to remember. In Isaiah 12, 4, it says, In that day you will say, 
Give thanks to Adonai, proclaim his name, declare his works to the peoples so they remember his exalted name. God wants us to remember his name and what he's done and who he is. Deuteronomy 6.12, then watch yourself so that you do not forget Adonai who brought you out from the land of Egypt from the house of slavery. It is important that we do not forget what God has done for us, not only historically, but what he's done in our own life, right? And then you might not think of this scripture as one talking about remembering, but it obviously is. So let's look at the Lord's Supper in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23. For I received from the Lord what I... I also passed on to you that the Lord Yeshua, on the night he was betrayed, took matzah, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in memory of me. The whole concept of the Lord's Supper is to do this in memory of Yeshua. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in memory of me. Are you getting it? God wants us to remember because when we remember, we'll rejoice and we'll be thankful. And look, they're all tied together. Get it? Number nine. Remember, uh, I'm sorry, retell about the Lord's love. Critical, critical that we we talk to our friends and our neighbors and everybody we meet about who God is in our life. Retell about the Lord's love. Deuteronomy 6.4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love Adonai your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. These words I'm commanding you today are to be in your heart. You are to teach them diligently to your children and speak of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. Bind them as a sign on your hand. They are to be for frontlets between your eyes. Write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Display God everywhere. Psalm 96, 2 and 3, sing to Adonai, bless his name, proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day, declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all peoples. Isaiah 52, 7, how beautiful on the mountain are the feet of him who brings good news, who announces shalom, who brings good News of happiness, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. And of course, Mark sixteen fifteen, where it says, go into all the world and proclaim the good news to every creation. So number 10, if you've done the num- those nine, it will result in your being renewed, refreshed, regenerated, restored. Our faith becomes relevant. Proverbs 3, 7 and 8, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear Adonai, turn from evil. It'll be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. 
2 Corinthians 4.16, Therefore do not lose heart, though our outward man is decaying, yet our inward man is renewed day by day. And Joel 2.25 and 26, I shall restore to you the years the locust, the swarming locust, the canker worm, and the caterpillar have eaten. My great army that I sent you, you surely will eat and be satisfied and praise the name of Adonai, your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. Never again will my people be ashamed. Go through these steps and your life will be changed. Let's close with a word of prayer, except don't forget, 4 o'clock today, come visit us in that park near the Vinoy. I can't remember the name of it, but it's 4 o'clock. We'll have a two-hour service, wonderful time outside in the beautiful weather. Lord, we just thank you and praise you and worship you in the name of Yeshua. Just pour out your spirit upon all those who are listening And I pray that they will grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.